Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. Never in my wildest dreams when we put this segment together did I think I'd be playing audio about special teams decision making. But after the win we had yesterday and the draft I had earlier in the show, Chris Tabor was asked why they used uh, Camus Grugier Hill on, on special teams yesterday. Well, we thought about that early in the week. That kind of goes a little bit about when you coach up north and then you're playing Cordell Patterson back there and you're talking about field position. Uh, Eddie obviously can kick off for us, but that, that wind out there, what we were trying to do is Camus, really teams don't account for the kicker in, in coverage. So now we're getting, a, obviously, a better tackler out there. So that's that's why we did that when we were going that way. <laughs> the point was he was those were going to be squibs. And those were going to be squibs anyway. Because squibs, I mean, depending upon, I, I think what they get it to the 29 or 30. I mean, I, I'm okay with that on that on that on this type of day, and uh, because it was, it was about field position, the way our defense plays, I, I thought it was good. If only Frank Reich would have been sitting there in those team meetings, thinking about ways to get advantages on squib kick kickoffs, he might still be the head coach of the Panthers. I don't know about you guys here or here. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I am here for all these special teams content when dissecting a win i absolutely loved that 9-7 game yesterday you know what when he said that it just kind of hit me i was like man i've never even thought of that before putting a position player kicker mainly a defensive player so that you can have a better tackling unit as a whole i thought that that was quite innovative by him especially if you have a guy that can kick the ball decently enough so I, I think that that was really cool by him. And I think that this is a guy that when the next head coach comes in, if he's if Tabor's down for it, I think he's a coach that you have to give a long look at as far as retaining him on the staff. Well, they're going to want to because if he is okay with going back to special teams coach, then fine. I don't want him as a head coach. And I guess we could see what happens down the road. But if he wants to be a special teams coach again, and yeah, he's done a great job the last couple of years. I'm so with you, Fiddy. I love everything about the special teams game that we saw this weekend. I mean, there was some really galaxy brain special teams decisions made here. Not only do you bring in an extra defender for kickoff coverage against one of the best return men of all time, maybe the best return man of all time in Cordero Patterson. You also have, uh, so you have <laughs> Kamu Grugia Hill doing kickoffs. You have the timeout with three seconds left to go in the first quarter. So that wind actually helps Johnny Hecker rather than him kicking against the wind. You also have a chance to score a touchdown at the very end of the game. And there's not many opportunities for this offense to score a touchdown, but it's the right decision to kneel it and kneel oh, it, it and kneel it. And then Eddie Pinheiro comes in as a special teams hero. Stunting for his special teams guys yesterday. It was risky though with I the know. weather yeah, and I the know. football being how it was. That I could know. have gone wrong. I know. I loved every bit of it. Love that you're giving him some shine here today, Fiddy. All right, now we're going to stick it with the Panthers. Go to the quarterback, Bryce Young, and he spoke after the game that this is a win that we can build off on in a season where not a lot of things went our way. It's something for us to build off of. Um, you know, we again, obviously, it hasn't hasn't gone the best before this, but. Um, 
we need to win every week. Uh, there, there's there's no week that we need one more than the other. And you know, throughout all this, again, we 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 never lose lose faith, never lose confidence, never lose trust in each other. There's no loss of fight. Um, so again, it, obviously, it's great. They're they're hard to come by, um, and you know, they they mean a lot. So um, we gotta you know enjoy it and then follow it away and then take what we can from it and, and improve. Walker, is it is it saying too much? To say that if Bryce Young becomes the guy, lives up to being the number one pick in the draft, the franchise quarterback, all those things, that we can look back at yesterday as the reason why? Or like because of, he only threw for 167 yards, it was in the rain, maybe it wasn't enough to, to really point to and say that, oh, that's the moment where it, it started to click for him? Or do you think maybe, because that's where I am, I think if he if he comes on to be the dude, We'll look back at this game, no matter how the rest of the season plays out, and be like, that's when Bryce Young cemented himself as a player in the NFL. Bryce Young now has shown us on two separate occasions, despite the conditions being pretty poor for him, Bryce Young has shown on a couple of occasions that he can take down a, a team down the field and score in a critical moment. Playoff teams, by the way. So when so much of this quarterback conversation, so much of the narrative that surrounds the most important position in sports is what can you do in big moments? This is how we judge lots of players at the top of their, at the top of their sport, at the top of their world. Same thing we do with QBs. What can you do when the game is on the line and Bryce young in the rain against a division foe, having only scored six points because of a couple of field goals. He was able to bring down his team and go for a field goal, maybe even a touchdown if Chris Tabor wasn't the head coach in that situation, but gives you a chance to win the football game. They do. And I think at least you'll have a couple of those moments going into next year where you have two final drives where you need your QB to make a bunch of different plays. And that's exactly what he did. And so, yes, I think we can use that as a positive that we've seen against Houston and Atlanta. now. Yeah, I think this is a moment that you can point back to, especially if he finishes the season strong. And he's got some good tests coming up when you look at this remaining schedule. It's challenging. Uh, Green Bay, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay right now. And that game could really end up being a spoiler game for the Panthers because Tampa could be coming into that game tied with New Orleans for the division lead and all of those types of things. And the Panthers could upset that. But, yeah, I think if he finishes out strong, uh, I think yesterday was certainly one of those moments that you can point to to help get him to that. You got anything else for us here, Fiddy? Oh, yeah, there's another piece of sound I want to play because the best thing about winning locker rooms is players talk. And maybe they exaggerate, and DJ Chark said after the game, they got the players to compete for the NFC South next year. We have the players. We have good players all around, you know. Um, and the league is any given Sunday. So just like today, nobody really gave us a chance to win anyway. So and we did. And a lot of other games that we didn't win, we was a driver too off, you know. So I think we can compete with anybody. So we just have to finish it. Wes Bryant, we know that you're a longtime diehard Carolina Panther fan. <laughs> Do you think that as currently stated, the Panthers have a roster that can compete for the NFC South next year? Play your favorite sound real quick. No, hell no. I yeah, the only ready. reason I say that is, uh, <laughs> you know, this year's team coming into this Atlanta game had dropped three games by three points, and they were they've been outscored by an NFL worth 144 points. This offense certainly isn't good enough uh, to compete in any division. And the thing about the NFL, yes, he is 
telling the truth and saying that a lot of team seasons get turned around by one-score games. But then that would mean that next year you have to go into next season banking on the defense being as good as far as total defense and yardage allowed as they have been this year. And then you would have to plan on a market jump from the offense. And to me, those are two huge variables uh, that have a large propensity to go the other way. You can't bank on this defense being good again next year. Things happen, injuries, things of that nature. So, no, I don't think so at all. The Panthers need upgrades in a lot of places, uh, especially on that offense. Yeah, I would not put my money down on it. I will say we see every year a team go from worst to first and win their division. It's going to be a prop on uh, prize picks. And nobody ever sees it coming because how could you? They were the worst team in their division the previous season. And so maybe it could be Carolina just for a little more positivity. Yeah, that team right now, by the way, Cardinals, Panthers, Bears, Commanders, Chargers, Texans, or no, excuse me, Titans, Pittsburgh, New England. Those are the teams that are currently at the bottom of the division. Now, Pittsburgh, a better football team than Carolina, pretty clearly. Lots of those teams I just said are better football teams than Carolina, but also the NFC South is terrible. And so that's going to help Carolina at least climb up the rankings. But even still, those other teams are thinking the same thing we are. (laughs) We don't have to worry about Carolina next year. And so I have to acknowledge that they're feeling the same way. That'll do it for the live wire.